Hello, hello, it's Oren Prunkin, and today I want to talk about the common buying objection that a prospect has when they are offered your product or service. And it usually manifests in their head, quietly, they don't usually say it, uh, it manifests in the way that they say, I don't think this product will work for me. Now, normally, there is another objection that says, I don't think this product will work, full stop. And then another objection that's quite common is they just add on the end for me. In other words, they know that the product or service will work and works in general um, for the particular problem or need they have, but they don't think it will work for their exact circumstances. So someone else in a different set of circumstances or situation will for sure work for them, but for them, because they are unique and their situation is unique, they don't think it will work for them. So I wanna go back a little bit and tell you a story um, of how you should be going about addressing this concern. So my father, he's into a radio broadcasting and communication. He's been into it for a good 25, maybe 30 years now. Um, and it's been uh, a hobby for him for all of that time. So a really long-term hobby. He knows a lot about um, the subject matter and all of the products that are available uh, on the market. Now we were driving and I think we're going to driving and uh, um, checking out some old secondhand books. And we're in the car and we're having a conversation and he was just uh, talking me through uh, everything that was going on in his life, including radio uh, communication and broad, uh, broadcasting, his hobby. Now, what he said to me was he was looking to downgrade a lot of his equipment. Now, all of this equipment is really, really expensive. He was looking to downgrade a lot of it and then purchase one unit. He had this one unit in his head and basically he knew that this one unit would uh, consolidate all of those other, all of that other radio equipment that he didn't need to have. It was just uh, downgrading into this one unit. Now, he knew that this unit um, actually did what it said it would do. He also had the financial resources to go purchase this, and he also obviously had uh, the need to go out and buy it. But the one thing that was in his head was, do you think this uh, product or service will work uh, for, for him in his situation? Now, the seller of this um, equipment uh, had put all of those specifications around the unit up on on the sales page explaining all of the features and all of the benefits and there were even some testimonials up there to say look yes there are other people that have gone and purchased this product and it works but it didn't address that second concern yes it works but will it work for him in his particular uh, circumstance and situation and he sat on the fence for a really, really long time debating whether or not he would go and make this purchase. Because again, as I said, this radio communication um, equipment is really, really expensive. So the lesson here and the seller, the vendor, um, what really shot themselves in the foot about making a easy sale and turning my dad from a prospect into their customer was they failed to know the difference between a testimonial, the purpose of a testimonial, and the purpose of a case study. Now, you've probably heard both of these things, um, and there is a difference between them and a different use for when you use a testimonial and a case study. Now, I'm gonna uh, go on a side tangent, but I'm gonna address what the difference is. Now, there are a couple different ways that you can demonstrate that a product works. For example, um, I can say, 
this product works. Me as the vendor and I say that. Now that has a, a little bit of weight, um, but you know, people could lie for example, and the vendor could be lying. So it doesn't have as much weight as then a customer, um, no sorry, the next level would be that the vendor would say, well look, here is our customer list, and our customers have had a phenomenal amount of success with that. That has a little bit more weight. It's still the vendor saying how good the product is, but it is based on a third-party result. You know, the next level after that could be, for example, um, that they use a testimonial, just like this vendor did, which is actually the prospect or the customer now saying how good the product is. It's not even the vendor saying it, it's the vendor demonstrating that, look, the customer has gone out and used this and it is still good. Now that testimonial, as I said, uh, in the wording I used, that only, the testimonial only, the wording gets to the point of saying it, it works, and it's, um, it works as a product as it says it does. It doesn't actually go in to will it work for a specific person with a specific need in a specific situation. Now that's where a case study comes in. Now a case study is actually published by, um, uh, by a vendor and it walks through a journey or it works through a story and um, uh, uh, the hero's journey basically. It starts with uh, the the prospect in the situation that they started in is usually a problem and it then identifies all of the different things they tried and the wall they got to and then this situation that popped up that made them change the course of what they were trying to do and then it follows their journey of that new plan and changing their course and going through the ups and the downs and then finally achieving the result that they wanted. So that's obviously like the very basic hero's journey story in most Hollywood movies and literally every uh, fiction book um, follows. But the crucial bit is that very first part of the story, the part where um, you as the vendor uh, help identify the situation that that prospect was originally uh, in. And that is the key component that places my dad, for example, who wants to know if it will work for him, in that situation, he can say, yes, that situation is exactly the same situation I'm in. Now that I know that this product works, it works for this exact situation that I'm, I'm in, he will be sold just like that. Now, if the case study says I'm in a different situation, again, my dad can make a very informed decision to say, you know what, even though uh, this uh, case study isn't in the same situation as me, I can take the risk because I think it will, or better still, the vendor can then go um, create and capture and publish multiple different case studies of multiple different starting circumstances for um, for different vendors at different uh, uh, er uh, different um, situations in their product um, and uh, uh, product and solution journey. So that's how you go and do it. Testimonial is slightly different than a case study, but it is vitally important uh, for what you do. So there's a couple different ways you can do this just to sum it up. You as the vendor can say how, um, um, how your product works and who it will work for. Not quite as good as then going out and um, getting a uh, testimonial and saying, well, here's someone else um, 
of who says how good it is. And then, then finally, um, getting a case study of that starting situation and then going through and saying how good it is. The starting situation actually helps people come overcome that buying objection of will it work dot 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 for me. And that's the crucial um, key that would have sold my father, but would also sell a lot of your prospects that you are not currently selling. So I hope this is really valuable for you. Um, uh, we're at eight minutes now. So until we talk next time, I hope you have an awesome day. I want you to try this out. I want you to do um, uh, create testimonials um, based on your customer feedback. And also I want you to go out and create and publish case studies and see how that uh, lifts all of your sales um, and gets better sales conversion than you're currently doing. Then hit me back. I'd love to know how you go with all this stuff. Talk soon. Goodbye.